Well, hello, Eden Chapel. I am Sam Mitchell, and what an amazing time it has been going through these devotions together and going through the Word together. Today, we are going to be in chapters 13 through 15 of Exodus, and we are going to see that the Lord our God is with His people, that He is constantly there for them, He is fighting for them, He is getting glory through them and through His great works. And man, what an amazing comfort that is that our God is with us. And so, We begin in chapter 13, where we see in verse 1, The Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me all the firstborn, whatever is the first, to open the womb among the people of Israel, both of man and of beast, is mine. And so we see the feast of unleavened bread, and we see the point of this in verse 3. It said, Then Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery, for by a strong hand the Lord brought you out from this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. And so we see this reminder that the Lord has brought them out of slavery, has brought them out of Egypt. We see him remind them in six, uh, verse 6, seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten for seven days. No leavened bread shall be seen with you, and no leaven shall be seen with you in all your territory. You shall tell your son on that day, it is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. And so we see this sign that is a reminder and a remembrance to tell unto their children one day, for it was with a strong hand the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. And we see this repeated time and time again. Moses even says, when you were brought into the land of the Canaanites as has been sworn to you and your fathers and shall give to you. You shall set apart to the Lord all the first opens the womb. All the firstborn of your animals that are males shall be the Lord's. And it's a constant reminder when they ask, why is this? Why Why do we do this? It shall be a mark on us for by a strong hand, the Lord has brought us out of Egypt. And when, so we see this reminder, God was with them. God did it. God brought them out. And so we see he then leads them by a pillar of cloud and fire. And we see God's hand just on them, leading them through the wilderness. And it says, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness towards the Red Sea. Yeah, we know what's coming next. And the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt equipped for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones with you from here. So another promise. And they moved on from Succoth to the encamped at Etham, and on the edge of the wilderness. And we see here, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. So we see here, the Lord goes before his people. The Lord leads them. And so we're already seeing all throughout chapter 13 that it is a reminder that the Lord brought you out of slavery. And then we see as we go through the wilderness, it is the Lord that goes before them, is the Lord that leads them. What a amazing thing that is. And so then we get into chapter 14, a very well-known story, the crossing of the Red Sea. And so we see in verse four, as they're wandering through the wilderness, it says, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart, something that we saw time and time again 
in the former chapters, and he will pursue them, and I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts, and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. And it says, and they did so. And then we get to verse 8, where God does it. And the Lord hardens the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the people of Israel while the people of Israel were going out defiantly. And so we see the Egyptians pursue them. They pursue them in chariots and his horsemen and his army, and they go after the Israelites. And it says in verse 10, When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And something that we're going to see here later on is that they fear the Lord God more than they fear this, which is awesome, uh, and something that we definitely need. And so it says they feared greatly, and the people of Israel, as they're going to do often, cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, It is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. So already, it's supposed to be a remembrance that that we saw in the Feast of Unleavened Bread that the Lord brought them out of slavery, that the Lord brought them out of Egypt. They've been led by a a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire, and God has been going before them. And here, when the Egyptians pursue them, they fear and they say, why did you even bring us out? It would have been better for us to die. And so we get this awesome verse in verse 13. It says, And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. And so Moses gives this great reminder. The Lord is with us. We have God on our side. See his salvation. You'll never see those Egyptians again. The Lord is going to fight for us. The Lord is with us. And what an amazing thing this is. And so we see as the Egyptians pursue and they go after them, we get this awesome story where God splits the Red Sea. And so we see in verse 19, Then the angel of God who was going before the host of Israel moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel, already protecting them. And there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove back the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. How powerful is our God? And what an amazing thing that everything in creation obeys his commands. If God says split the sea, the sea splits. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right and on their left. And it says the Egyptians pursued them and went in after them in the midst of the sea, all the Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and the horsemen. And in the morning, watched the Lord in the pillar of fire and of the cloud, looked down on the Egyptians' forces and threw the Egyptian forces into panic. And verse 25, clogging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from before Israel for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Like what an amazing thing. Moses declares, God is going to fight for us. See the salvation. And right here we see the Egyptians in fear and saying, let us flee. Why? Because God, the Lord, our God is fighting for them. And so we see God command Moses to stretch out his hand. And what happens it says the waters may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. Then Moses stretched out his hands, and they do exactly that. And it says, and the Egyptians fled into it. The Lord 
threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen of all the hosts of pharaohs that have followed them into the sea. Not one of them remained, but the people of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea. What an amazing thing. God is fighting for his people. God is with his people. They walked on dry ground as God said they would. And so we get a powerful verse in verse 30. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. And the Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord. What, what an amazing thing. They feared the Lord now more than they feared those Egyptians. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. God is with his people. And so we get to chapter 15, which is where we end our time today. And we see this great song of Moses. He says, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. May that be our prayer. The Lord is with us, and he is our strength, and he is my song. He is our salvation. I will praise him, and I will exalt him. And Moses continues this song with just many, many good words. I hope you read over them today. He says in verse 11, Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, and the earth swallowed them. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. What, what an amazing thing. God, you have done it all. You are majestic in your holiness. You are awesome in your glorious deeds. You do wonders, but you have led your people, you, the people you love, the people whom you have redeemed. What a promise that the Lord our God is with us. The Lord our God is fighting for us. The Lord our God is leading us. He says in verse 17, You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, the place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode, the sanctuary, O Lord, which you have hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. May we sing that song many, many times. The Lord will reign forever and ever. And then we finish up in this story where we see the Israelites once again kind of crying out. They are out of the Red Sea now, and they're continuing on, and they went three days in the wilderness, and they found no water. And so we see them begin to grumble, as verse 24 says, as the Israelites often do. They've already seen God work in wondrous ways, and they say to Moses here in verse 24, grumbling against him, what shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a log, and he threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. Therefore the Lord made for them a statute and a rule, And there he tested them, saying, If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commands and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. And so we see once again, God is with us. Obey his commands. He is our healer. He is our salvation. He is the one who fights for us. He is the one who has brought us out and has redeemed us. What an amazing thing we see in these chapters that the Lord God is for us. So I pray that we go in that power and in that comfort knowing God is for us and not against us and he fights for us. I hope this encourages you today. I want to end our time in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness to us. Lord, we thank you that you did not leave us dead and in slavery, but that you brought us out 
that you have gone before us and that you fight for us, Lord, that you are our salvation. May we sing of your holiness. May we sing of your wondrous and awesome deeds. May we sing that you will reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen.